daughters, sisters, and wives. They're gonna change our lives. Eat women, eat girls. They'll make a better world. Invest in Now here's your host, Catherine Gray. Hello, welcome to this week's edition of Invest in Her. I'm your host, Catherine Gray, founder of She Angel Investors and co-founder of the She Angels Foundation. As you know, we are all about funding and empowering women. And today we have on someone who's been recognized as one of the top 16 women, according to Forbes, in the NFT space. She is the vice president of uh, both community and education for a leader in the Web3 um, arena, um, which is called MetaGood. And uh, just very excited to have her on. Please welcome to the show, Michelle Abs. Hi, Michelle. How are you? Hi, I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. You've done so many things. It's a mouthful and I couldn't fit it all into that introduction, but we will get to everything. <laughs> Um, so before we get to talking about NFT and, and web three, which is so fascinating and, you know, it's such a uh, honor to get to talk to someone like yourself that is so prolific in that area, because I think it's so new and fascinating and yet an unknown to most of us. Um, but let's talk about where you started out and how you made your way to Miami. Uh, you told me you were born in Michigan. Yes, I'm a Michigander, uh, Midwesterner, but that you know, was too cold of a climate for me. I, I moved to North Carolina for college. I studied international business and Spanish. And so when I was choosing where to go after college, Miami felt right for the warmth and for the, you know, international flair and the ability to use my Spanish speaking. So, yeah, I, I actually used to live in Miami uh, and I love it. And you're right. It's so international. It's one of the things I love about it. And just a, a cool place to be because it's nice to be by the ocean all the time. That doesn't hurt either. Right. Um, yep. Yeah. So how did you get into um, the NFTs and the, uh, and the Web3 world? Um, I want to reiterate that you're the vice president of uh, both community and education for MegaGood, which is one of the top tier Web3 brands. Um, and then I also want to talk about that you're the founder of Web3 Equity and what that is. So how did you get into this? Because it's such a unique space. You must just be, a, you must be a real techie. <laughs> I am an innovation chaser. I will say that. Um, but I'll kind of backtrack the story to, to how all this started. So I started my career as an educator. I worked with Teach for America and, you know, was really into social justice and, and you know, movements around equity and inclusion. Um, I, after spending nine years there, saw the gap in technology and access to technology in some of the lower income communities. So I joined an ed tech startup. And that was when I, you know, really got into entrepreneurship and technology. Um, and at that startup, the culture was quite different uh, for, you know, the women on the team versus the men on the team. Mm -hmm. And so then my social See, What justice, a surprise. <laughs> right? I know. No, no one here is surprised, unfortunately. Um, so the social justice bug sort of moved into this vein of, of thinking about gender equity in tech. Um, and then, you know, after being at that startup, I worked for Babson College, which is the number one school for entrepreneurial education. And I ran an accelerator for female founders. Mm 
Um, so, you know, a I lot of the- that. I've actually talked to Susan Duffy over there you? and yeah. yeah. And I know that's, they, they have a great program for entrepreneurs. If someone's an entrepreneur, they should definitely look into Babson's program because it's supposed to be amazing. So, so you ran that accelerator for female founders, right? That's correct. Yeah. So the campus is in Boston, right? But we had a satellite campus in Miami. Um, And so I was running the program down here and we had about 20 entrepreneurs in that, you know, cohort each year. We did that for three years. Um, So I work closely with 60 different female founded companies in Miami. And let me stop you there for one second. So you work with those 60 female founded companies It's been my experience in talking to women that have been through accelerators that it makes all the difference in whether they succeed or not. Would you agree with that? Did a lot of those women succeed because of that accelerator? I believe so. I mean, it provides, you know, accelerators provide the network piece Mm -hmm. that often we do see, you know, the difference in genders around, you know, men who have their peer group. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, women, when we don't have access to that same network, we get cut out of some of the opportunities that should be available to us. So the network effect, and then obviously the resources around, you know, the knowledge and the mentorship that was part of it too, I think, um, certainly is, you know, a lot of what helped the growth and scale of those companies. Yeah. I think that's as important as the money. Of course, the money is an essential, but so is the mentorship, the connections and the support. So yeah, that, that must have been an, uh, a really fulfilling uh, job. It was. And it got to kind of go back to like my educator roots, right? So yeah. I'm still, you know, working and, uh, and just in a different modality uh, with entrepreneurs and, you know, watching their growth was incredible. And so we would, at the end of each cohort, have a, a night where each of the companies would pitch um, and we hosted that event at a, um, a very, you know, large uh, name in the real estate industry in Miami. Um, he was actually Miami's par- largest private landowner. And, you know, after that event was done, he came up to me and he said, what, what you did tonight in this room with these companies, I want to do at the neighborhood level in Miami. And I'd like to bring you on the team to, to head up, you know, the tech community there. And I started in March of 2020. <laughs> so Great COVID, timing, right? <laughs> real estate, you know, it was an interesting, an interesting time. Yeah. Uh, and so instead of focusing as much on the real estate angle, we, we focused on the community and, and offering events for the community. So this is where we get into the fun NFT part now. So um, the summer of 2021 you know, this is when NFTs were starting to become more mainstream, right? You're starting to see the, you know, newscasters talk about them. There's, you know, profiles on CNBC, you know, folks are talking about NBA top shots. They're starting to really become more mainstream. Mm -hmm. And in Miami, there's a huge event, uh, the first week of December, uh, for the art community called Art Basel. Yeah. And with that, you know that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's globally known. It's amazing. Exactly. Yeah. They started in Switzerland, right? That's the original. And they've been in Miami for, um, you know, gosh, I don't know the amount of years, but at least the 15 that I've been here. Um, so we said, you know, what would it look like to host a conference around the topic of NFTs and Web3 during Art Basel? We know that, you know, folks who are collectors are in town, artists and creators are in town. Um, and so we decided to host a conference that originally we thought would be one or 200 people. You know, it's the first time we're doing it. We just start small. 
it ended up, um, you know, 5,000 people. We had to cap the registration. We, wow. we couldn't even accept any more after that. And so that's when, you know, my journey with Web3 really, you know, ticked up speed and just became my day-to-day -day life. Um, and, you know, in planning for that conference, I realized, well, I need to buy NFTs. I need to be in the game and, you know, understand this um, just as closely as everyone else who we're going to be interviewing on stage that day. Um, yeah, my and wife's uh, son is an artist who has actually shown artwork um, at uh, Art Basel in Switzerland. And he is a big uh, fan of the art on NFTs, uh, you know, and, and this whole genre, um, which I guess a lot of artists are really interested in because it's a whole new venue for their work. Um, so go ahead. Yeah, they yeah, it is a really interesting new medium modality, like building on, you know, the pieces that have already been there. Um, so so in planning for the conference, you know, I was interfacing with hundreds of NFT projects, major brands in, in the Web3 and in crypto and blockchain space. Um, and one of our speakers at the event is named Bill Tai, um, who is one of the founders of MetaGood. And we kept in touch, you know, after the conference and actually was in touch with a, another one of the co-founders, Amanda Terry. Um, and basically that conversation grew to a place of, you know, what would it look like for you to join the team? And I feel so honored because of all of the different projects that I saw. To me, this one, I really believe is going to stand the test of time. And the group, you know, that is leading this has such a high level of knowledge in crypto. I mean, these are real crypto OGs. Um, you know, they have such a high level of uh, thoughtfulness around how to be safe and secure. You know, one of the co-founders uh, companies that he he sold recently was called Bloxier, which was all around security and, you know, security and cryptocurrency overall. Um, and a really high standard of what we're investing in and making sure that there's a social good component. So as much as okay. it's fun to create the art and we like that part, what what is the funding of that project go to and how do we make sure that there's the social good element that comes through? I love that. Now, so what you're saying is this Web3 equity conference that you helped put on led to you working with this Web3 brand, Mega Good. And I love the Meta name. Good. Meta Good. I'm sorry, Meta Good. Yeah. So yeah. Meta Good um, is in this space doing things for the greater good, which is really good to know because, you know, I think that's really important to people these days. But what I love about it is you're trying to get more women empowered in this space because we don't want women to get left behind. And that's why I wanted to have this conversation today because in the NFT space and in this web three, where a lot of people are not even understanding and look how new it is. I mean, you are talking about 2020, 2021, and you're one of the top 16 in, according to Forbes in the country in this space. I mean, that's how new it is. I think that's, it's such an exciting and fascinating opportunity for women to get on board. How could they learn more about this? Like, what, what is it you're doing? You're doing community and education. So what does that mean? How do people get involved with MetaGood? 
So Metagood is the parent company and one of our core, you know, sort of uh, products right now is an NFT collection called OnChain Monkey. Mm-hmm. Um, and so OnChain Monkey is historic because it's actually the very first NFT collection that was done on chain in one transaction. And that matters because for many reasons, but one is that it's less taxing on the environment actually when you do only one transaction on the chain versus you know pointing to a lot of different um, transaction hashes. That is you know more taxing on the servers and you know what we're minting overall. And what about um, on the so- environment? Is it less uh, exactly. impactful on the environment because there's less steps? Okay. Exactly. Exactly. And it's more secure because it's actually on chain. This isn't, um, sometimes people are buying uh, NFT digital assets that just point to a URL. So you actually own the location of where that asset is, not not the actual asset. Um, Yeah. So when it's on chain, it's more secure. So that way, you know, there's one server that is hosting that, that asset and you own that asset. And that's, you know, server is secure versus, you know, if you have multiple servers involved, if the plug gets pulled somewhere along the line at any of those servers, you've lost your, your asset. Um, well, that makes perfect sense. You're good at explaining this. Um, so you want more women to be investors, collectors, creators, and builders of this. Now, where does the Web3 come in? Is that what these NFTs are sitting on web three. And that's, that's the platform that is being utilized in this case. So right now the meta goods collection of on-chain monkey um, can be purchased on the secondary market. And there's a major marketplace called OpenSea. So many folks transact on OpenSea. Now, Web3 Equity is my passion project. So essentially after that conference that I held, which was you know the beginning of December, I started getting a lot of inbound messages from friends, mostly female friends. You know, Michelle, I saw you did this. I have questions. I'd like to buy an NFT. I'd like to mint an NFT. I just very general questions. Mm-hmm. And, you know, during the holidays and the moment slows down for a second, I said, let me start answering all of these messages. And I said, these are similar questions. I'm just going to start a group chat and start sharing the resources here. Um, so Web3 Equity was born out of a lot of friends asking me questions and me really wanting to have an easy, efficient way to answer them. Um, mm-hmm. And this group has now grown to a community of over 400 people. Oh. Um in just, you know, under two months. And we, you know, in addition to having the Telegram, you know, virtual space where we're talking to each other, we're asking questions, sharing resources. um, We've met in person to host in-person learning events. And my style is very hands-on, right? I, I, I appreciate talking high level about things and learning high level, but I think there is a lot of resource already for that. So when I bring a group of people together, it's like, get your computers out. We're doing the thing tonight. Like we are going to, we're going to create our digital wallets. We're going to actually look at NFT projects, analyze which ones we might want to buy, look at discord, which is a huge communication tool for NFT products. Let's get in discord together and let's learn, you know, learn while we're talking about the thing. Right. Or maybe Um, it's an artist that wants to 
and maybe it's an artist that wants to get their product on there. You could show them how to do that. Wow, what you're doing is incredible. So anybody can go to Web3 Equity. Uh, is that a website? So right now we have a Twitter account that has the handle to apply to be part of the Telegram chat. Um, and we have a website, so web3equity.io. Um, as you know, a lot of Web3 companies now go by .io, .xyz. We don't use the .com. That's like Web2, you know, we're, we're innovating. Um, so it's Web3, the number, equity.io. Um, the really exciting thing that you will find on that website is that we are launching an NFT collection. Um, so on March 16th, people will be able to buy a very beautiful digital asset that is created by a local artist. It's her first collection. So we basically taught her how to do the thing. Um, and, you know, by owning that asset, then there is utility in the membership to the group. So the the um, events that we host, right? Folks who own the NFT will be able to attend those events. Um, you know, there'll be some partnership, there'll be some cool merchandise and swag that people can wear. So um, all of that can be found on the website. I love that. Okay, web3, number three, equity.io or look for you on Twitter and they can apply. And what a great way for people to start to learn. So I, I love this information and I love what you're doing. Um, back to the job that you do um, as vice president of community and education for uh, MetaGood. What, how would people, um, what, what would be the reason they would visit that community or education or website? Tell me a little bit more about that. So the NFT collection on Chain Monkey, that's who the community that I am responsive to. So when it, you know, vice president of community, it's the 10,000 holders of the collection of on-chain monkeys. Um, and so again, that's why I was sharing, those can be purchased still. So the original 10,000 were minted. Minting is the verb when, you know, you, you purchase the item, that digital asset for the first time, that's called minting. Um, after that's sold out, our collection sold out in September on the first day that it was listed, those mm -hmm. 10,000 pieces were sold out. Now, folks can sell those on the secondary market on OpenSea. So if someone were interested in owning an NFT, they can purchase this on OpenSea. What is unique about our collection and what I love about our collection is not only do you own this really cool monkey character that has cool attributes and assets, you then become part of this community. And the community stands for um, both thinking about, you know, profit and, you know, for-profit companies, but for-profit companies being thoughtful about their social responsibility. And so we, you know, take the funds and revenue from what we're doing to back different social good projects. So in addition to getting a really cool digital asset and a monkey that is increasing in value, by the way, um, it was been sitting around three ETH. ETH is worth about 2,500. So that's a $7,500 asset that when people got it in September, it was actually free. If wow. you minted it, if you were part of that, so they've made $7,500 on wow. that asset. So that's also, you know, people buy these as an investment to, to watch that go up. And the reason it goes up 
I think, again, it has to do, sure, with the art, but it's actually about the community and what we're offering to the community. Um, and so, you know, our cornerstone is really around this social impact piece. We've done some, some really intriguing things. Actually, I'm not sure if you've um, heard of this, the woman named Afghan girl referred to as Afghan girl, Sharbat Gula, uh, was, was stuck in Afghanistan. And she needed to be rescued um, and, you know, taken out of the country safely. Um, Metagood paid for that. That's one of the projects that we backed to get her safely into Italy. Um, we've backed restoration of coral reefs uh, in the Bahamas. Um, there was a, a devastating um, typhoon in the Philippines, and we partnered with a really big gaming guild, uh, video gamers, to do a, um, a fundraise. And then all of those funds went to those who were displaced after that in the Philippines. So, you know, we think about, again, the social good, in addition to you holding this investment asset that's increasing in value, it looks cool and it's a piece of art and you're doing social good with it. And you're part of this cool community where you get to meet other people in that sphere, right? And learn about this. So, wow, both of these things are so incredible. You know, I had somebody ask me even today, and I'm sure you have a mask every day, uh, what is NFT? And it is a non-fungible token, right? That's right. That's right. Um, is it? uh the future like some people are like is this a passing fancy is this going to really stick what's your thoughts on that because you you're an expert in this arena look Catherine this is why I wanted to be part of this conversation with you this is why I founded web3 equity this is why I feel like women have to get involved blockchain technology is going to be part of our everyday lives for decades to come Everything we do is going to start being on the blockchain. NFTs stand for non-fungible tokens. Really, just mean it's it's a one of one, right? You you don't have you can't break it up the way we can take a dollar and it's fifty cents or a quarter. No, you can't break it up. It's one thing. That is one use case of blockchain technology, right? So that's starting to increase in mass adoption. But blockchain technology and sort of Web three more broadly is going to be everything that we do in the future. Um, I believe instead of having, um, you know, tickets to concerts or uh, I'm running a half marathon next weekend, right? When I get done, I get what a medal and then it kind of takes up space and I don't like it. Those will be on the blockchain in the future. And those will be digital assets showing Michelle ran this marathon, right? Uh, Michelle went to this concert. Um, Michelle bought this deed to this house. We're starting to see this, you know, come into property. We're starting to see, obviously, a lot of brands are breaking into this space too and rewarding people who are diehards, you know, who might wait out in line to get the new version of Nikes. Well, instead of waiting, you know, in line around the corner, if they have this membership card and this NFT, they'll have access to it the first time. So this is going to become everything. <laughs> and it is so new and it's so early. And if we as women, take advantage of this moment and we get in here, we start investing, we start building, we start becoming the architects of web three. I think we're going to find a situation where instead of like in VC, and I'm sure, you know, Babson, you know, all the stats we're working up against decades, centuries of bias. Mm -hmm. And we're fighting less than 3% of VC funding goes to female founders. That's really hard to fix. 
Yeah. What if we build from the start equitably for both of us, you know, all the genders expressions to have a piece of the pie? Absolutely. I had on another guest, uh, Global Women in Blockchain, and they're having that focus as well. And I know people are really focused on this effort to get more women uh, involved. So if a woman's listening and she's thinking, I really want to learn about this, about blockchain, about Web3, about NFT and how it all comes together and be a part of this and get in on the ground floor. What's the first thing they should do? First thing, be ready to learn and be ready to learn a lot quickly. Um, I think, you know, I get people who ask me questions, then I send them resources and they're kind of like, can you get on the phone and can you teach me? It's like, look, if we're going to be empowered, we've got to be in the driver's seat. So be ready to learn, take it upon yourself to dive in. There are plenty of resources out there that start with NFT 101. Um, that is part of what our group provides too. So if folks are interested, of course, they can, they can you know, join alongside us. Um, a lot of groups that I lean on, there's a community called Upstream um, and they are a virtual community. They have a lot of these you know, basic kind of what is an NFT? How do I create a digital wallet? Um, so I would go to Upstream. Um, there is a lot of great resources on Cointelegraph. That's another um, great media resource to, you know, for folks who are sort of learn through through reading. Um, NFT Now is another wonderful news platform. Um, they have a podcast series. Reese Witherspoon was on that uh, like a week and a half ago. Um, so I would, you know, dive into whatever if you're a podcast learner, or a reader, or a you know video watcher into one of those places. Right. And um, attend conferences as well. I mean, we have we have a lot of in-person learning opportunities. Um, there's a conference in Miami called Miami NFT Week, which is on April 1st. You know, attend these things, come with your notebook or, you know, ready to write and do um, all of the things and just just jump in. I love that advice. And thank you for all those resources it's an amazing topic. I really want women to be aware that they need to get in on this and learn about it. So thank you for sharing everything. And uh, people can find you um, on social media. Yeah, please find me. I, I am on Twitter a lot because Twitter is, is where the NFT and crypto universe lives. So I'm at Michelle Abs. My first and last name, pretty easy. And, uh, and on Twitter. with two L's and That's Abs right. is with two B's. For those listening and not watching, uh, so Michelle Abs, uh, two L's, two B's, and you can find her on Twitter, and um, and look for the uh, Web Three Equity uh, .io, right? And uh, join join the community and learn about it. What a wonderful conversation! It's so nice talking to somebody who is so prolific in this area and you're willing to share it. And uh, we really want to empower women to get in on the ground floor of this. So thank you so much. Um, everybody, of course, remember to follow She Angel Investors and uh, thank you for tuning in to invest in her. It's so important to invest in other women. You can follow me, Catherine Gray at invest in her on Instagram as well. And uh, 
Also, uh, visit our website, uh, sheangelinvestors.com, because we have resources there as well, like six ways to fund your business uh, so that we can uh, help women to empower themselves with knowledge. And uh, I appreciate, Michelle, that that's what you're doing, empowering women with knowledge about NFTs, Web3, and all this exciting uh, blockchain information, uh, because it definitely is the future. So thanks for being on, Michelle. And uh, everybody, make it a great week. Remember to invest in her. Remember, if you're looking to launch a business or grow your business, check out our e-course, Six Ways to Fund Your Business, available at sheangelinvestors.com. Our theme music was created and produced by Lindsay Tomasic.